Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 141 of the Deaf Free Dad podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the power of tracking. Now, this is one area I think too many people miss, including myself at one time. And a lot of us don't do a good enough job at this when we want to get out of debt. And for many, I think it causes a lot of people to quit. We're going to find out how tracking can ensure your success in getting out of debt. And we're also going to give you some tips on how to get started. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast, where we're helping normal, everyday people learn how to save money and kick debt so they can live a happier and stress-free life. Now, here's your host, Debt-Free Dad, Brad Nelson. Hey, 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 how is everyone doing today? You can find me on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson, Debt-Free Dad. And uh, as always, welcome to today's show, guys. And remember to get all the show notes, resources, and links for today's show. Head over to balancedsense.com forward slash 141. That is B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-C-E-N-T-S.com forward slash 141. So I love this topic of tracking. Now, I'll be real, and I'd like to probably just have a conversation with you guys too before we even talk about why this is important, but... Uh, I was terrible at this. I'm probably still not as good as I should be when it comes to tracking certain things, especially like my goals. I probably need to do a much better job at that. Like, um, you know, just writing down all the little wins. I have a really bad habit of always like when I reach a milestone, it's like, what's next? Like, okay, what's the next goal? Right. And sometimes I don't stop and actually recognize what we've, what I've done, what we've accomplished, like what we were able to do. And it's always kind of the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And you could get burned out that way pretty easily, right? Um, so I don't know, how how was tracking, how did tracking play a role in your guys' journey? Did you use it? Did you not use it? What was helpful to you guys? Yeah, I mean, we, so we're big fans of like the envelope system. So, I mean, and and obviously a budget in general. Um, but the, the, the envelope system for us, I mean, that was just a really good way to track, you know, what we're saving, you know, for the for our things every month. And then, what we're spending. Um, it was just very, for us, that was like one of the most helpful things from a tracking perspective. Um, and, and even to this day, I think we maybe don't, we still do the envelope system. Um, but other things we still, we still kind of track to this day and we kind of look at say, okay, if we're going to do, um, if we want to go on vacation, like we're planning to do something next summer, like we kind of do things and we say, okay, then it's going to be this much per month. And we kind of, it's how we do it. And we track, you know, kind of, how are we doing towards that goal? We still do that to that day. I think it's just, it's helpful, you know, to kind of break that down. Um, Cause to say, Hey, I'm going to go on a vacation. It's five grand. That's like, Oh my gosh, we're going to come up with that kind of money. But right. if you break that down, you say, I'm going to go in two years and you break that into 24 payments, it becomes a little bit more manageable and start saving towards that. Right. Right. And yeah, it's also, when, go ahead, Amber. No, when we were getting out of debt, like we used an we used an app. I'm a spreadsheet person, but at the beginning we used an app so that we could share on our phones. So we could kind of share between each other like what was going on so we could see our goals, we could see the plan um and our everyday spending and that just helped us a lot. But for us it's it's a spreadsheet and it's a sit down and what are our goals and where is it going to come from and and I just spreadsheet it all, you know, once a week usually is when I go in there and update it. Now, do you guys track still today you think even when you're out of debt like what things are you i mean ryan you mentioned envelope system i know you guys are still using that but are you are you guys tracking regularly for certain things now or do you find that you don't track as much because you're out of debt every dollar i spent is tracked on my spreadsheet dang you're even better than me 
every single dollar. <laughs> well, and I think that's I think it's that's so important because like when we were not in debt and I was just, you know, as we, we were preparing for this, like I was just kind of looking up just from a tracking perspective, um, you know, Penny Hoarder did a survey like a little over a year ago and about 56 per pe- 56% of people that responded don't know how much money they spent last month. And I was 100% in that 56% right. when I was in debt. Um, I wasn't tracking. Um, we weren't paying attention to what we were spending, which made it very difficult to make any progress. Because if you don't know what you're doing and what you're spending and where you're spending, it's hard to then... Because when, especially at the beginning, it's like, I don't have any money to get out of debt. Well, we're not tracking where we're spending our money. So we just think we don't have any. Um, but when right. you start tracking, it's amazing what happens. Like, whoa. Maybe we do have money. We're just not spending it correctly. Right. Like right. when you go back and look at the three, le- three to six months of your bank yep. statement, you're like, oh, maybe I do have money. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. there. <laughs> well, and I think, you know, from, from that standpoint, I think it holds you a lot more accountable too once you know where that money's going. But for a lot of people, yeah, you mentioned the three to six months. A lot of people are pretty shocked where, where all that money went. Um, we have people who say it all the time. In fact, I, I just did a speaking event for a company back in uh, early August. And I gave them that kind of as, hey, when you leave this, go home and do this. Like if you are in this talk right now and you're thinking like, I don't have enough money to build my emergency fund or pay down debt, like go home and and print out the last three to six months of your bank statements and then send me an email and tell me what you found. And then a couple of people did. I was really happy about it. A couple of people did. They're like, I, I was blown away by what I found. And- really to the point of them saying like, there's, there's no reason for me to be in this situation. It really just kind of comes down to, I just wasn't paying attention and I wasn't being intentional with my finances, you know? So, uh, that, that one's a good one, but I think it helps you pay attention, especially, you know, when you're getting started, I think this is one, do you guys have any sort of documentation, Amber or Ryan, do you guys have any sort of documentation of when you actually started getting out of debt? Have you kept anything? Like um, any of yeah, like we your, should, we your should have snowball it, or anything? Yeah, yeah, I should have it somewhere. Yeah, definitely. See, this is one area I wish I did have. I have a couple of things. Like, I have an old credit card statement that had the total that I that I started with. It was like some eighty six hundred dollars, but there were multiple other ones. Um, I had a car note that I paid off that I kept, but I have very few. Like, what would you say? Um, memorabilia from my journey was that, <laughs> is that what you'd say what would you say artifacts like <laughs> um i have very few of any of that stuff left my now my wife she has a lot of things and a lot of them were like when she first started so like when i opened up like the very first like we we talk about the debt freedom planner that we have here and my wife was kind of one of the first creators of that like she created her own debt freedom planner and she has like one of the first ones that she ever did it was ugly right? <laughs> when she first started it was really bad and to be able to go through that though and be able to see like how far she's come is super important so if you're listening to this one of the first things i would recommend if you're working on getting out of debt is like right now after this podcast is over no matter where you're at in your journey um write down where you're at right now like write it down and then in 90 days review it or in six months review it because you're gonna see the baseline that you have that you started with, but then you're going to be able to compare it to where you're at three months, six months from now. And you actually be able to see real progress, which is only going to motivate you. Right. The other thing you want to do too, like Ryan said, is that it helps break down a lot, like a big goal, like bigger goals. Like for instance, in in roots, like when you join roots, we have a membership kit that we send you. And part of that membership kit is, well, I shouldn't say a big part of that membership kit is all about tracking. 
So inside that membership kit, we actually have like little emergency fund trackers, right? And it breaks it down into 10 small little trackers, which breaks that $1,000, $2,000, $3,000 goal into much smaller bite-sized pieces, which allows you to put a sticker on it and actually track and see progress, right? Which only naturally, psychologically, is only going to motivate you and encourage you to keep going, right? But if you're not tracking those things, like if you're not tracking your emergency fund savings or if you're not tracking your spending or if you're not tracking, say, your debt snowball sheet and you're not monthly going through that, it's it's just easy to kind of look past like all of the great wins that you're getting along the way, especially when when times get tough, right? So small wins are going to help create the confidence and the motivation that that you want to see. And would you guys agree, especially early on, maybe not so, I mean, yes, more, even important later on in the journey, but especially early on, because a lot of us just lack a lot of confidence, especially when we get started. Yeah, for sure. Uh, sorry. No, <laughs> like just, just seeing it. And then like you said, when there's a struggle, right? When you're like, you fall off the wagon or you go over budget on something and you're like, oh, this isn't working. But if you look back and you go and look at your trackers and you're like, it it will just help put it all in perspective and help get you back on the wagon to help keep you going so that you don't just give up altogether. Right. And that's why they're so important. Yeah. Proof of progress. Right. And I think this is where most people fail is that they don't have anything to compare, you know, and, and when you do have some of those bad weeks, bad months, like, man, we had a podcast episode about all the crap that's happened this past year with us. <laughs> it's like when you have years like that, though, and you don't have anything to compare it to, like you could look at that year and say, what's the point? Like, what's the point of doing this? What's the point of putting all this work in? And we're never going to get ahead. It's never going to work. And and those few bad moments that you have could be what cause you to quit altogether. So that's why, you know, having that proof of progress, having that tracking is, is so key. Ryan, you were going to say something too. I was just going to almost say what you said. And that's just like, for us, it was those moments where you have setbacks. Like, you know, I think what we learned by getting out of debt is stuff is going to happen. Um, life is going to happen to you along the way. And like, if you're not tracking and you're not paying attention when those moments happen, when stuff hits the fan, um, and you end up with an unexpected bill and you're trying to figure out how to pay for it. That's where, if you're not tracking and you're not like seeing how far you've come, it can feel like just utter defeat and like, well, forget it. I'm not doing this anymore because you're not really, you haven't been tracking your progress. You may have been doing fantastic up to that point, but if you're not tracking, you can't go back and look and say, yeah, look how far we've come though. Even if you had to go in a little bit of debt or something had to happen, you're still f way further ahead than what right. you were. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And then, you know, the other thing too, when it comes to tracking is, is I think, because we talk a lot about behaviors on this show, you know, behaviors, choices, habits. I mean, that's, that is such a foundational part of having success with your finances is getting those all um, in line. And I think when it comes to tracking, this is how you can get better at those things. You know, when we first start, uh, you know, it's hard to change those habits, those behaviors. You know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks is the whole saying, right? And it's true. In a lot of cases, you know, you just kind of get in this funk, this routine. It's hard to break away from that routine. But when you start actually tracking it on a regular basis, whether you're save, you know, you're tracking your savings, you're tracking your spending, um, whether you're doing that with your budget, you know, when you start to see the spending happening and the overspending, especially in the areas that you shouldn't be spending in, that's where the big accountability comes in. But it also makes you more aware of, okay, 
I got some stuff going on. We need to fix some of this stuff, right? Or, hey, maybe I just did a terrible job with my budget and we need to just update the budget. Maybe we need to budget more money. Maybe we need to budget less money in certain categories. But it allows you just to be fully that much more aware of truly what's going on with your finances on a regular basis. And, uh, you know, putting, you know, just almost like a, you know, you're, you got a pulse on it all the time. What do you guys, what did you guys ever use besides your envelope, sister Ryan or, and Amber, like Amber, you mentioned spreadsheets. What other tools did you guys use for people who are interested in tracking? Um, well for our house savings, we had it on a bristle board thing and we just, I colored it in. We, I say we, but my husband had nothing to do with it. (laughs) It (laughs) I was excited to color in the boxes when we saved money for our down payment. So like visual things like that. That was fun. Yeah. Do you still have that by the way? No. (laughs) You got rid of it? I don't keep big things like that. It's it, it's clutter. <laughs> see, see. So you're like onto the next thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was too big to keep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for us, we didn't have anything. We don't. We didn't. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I think we did have one, one like thermometer thing on our mirror. And I think it was for a, a loan, or I forget what it was for. It was one of the when we first started. But then once we got like on a roll. We didn't, I mean, then it was just envelope system and budget, envelope system right. and budget. Those were our two things right. that were our trackers. Um, as far as everything else, we didn't really, you know, even to this day, I mean, we, like, if we save, like, I don't have something like my vacation thing that I color in. I mean, we just know we put this much money towards it. So, um, but so, the, I mean, those were the two big things, but I, I mean, I do remember having some sort of thermometer. I, I would just say for anybody that wants to do it, it's just, you just got to do what, works for you and what's going to motivate you and keep you and keep it in front of you. You know, um, there, we did have some visual things at the beginning and as things got on a roll, we just didn't, we didn't need them because then we were, now we were, you know, moving forward and we were going, um, some people like that to this day, um, and still want to have that. And that's fine too, whatever works for you. Right. Well, and the other thing I want to mention too, is like, and I'm glad you guys brought it up because what you guys mentioned are just simple things, right? That, you know, tracking doesn't have to be like, painstaking all day long. Like it shouldn't take you longer than, you know, 10 or 15 minutes a day just to review, review your budget, review your spending and you know, you're, you're off and you're good. And and when you're even beyond that, it probably will take even less time as you keep moving forward. Um, but there's lots of little tools out there. In fact, we even offer one, the debt freedom planner. Like that's all it is. It's just a tracking system, right? It's got your budget sheets in it. It's got your debt snowball. It's got your spending trackers in it. It's got your monthly goals in it. And the idea is just to, have a system that's done for you that you just fill out and all of the things that you need to track are there. And the people that are using these things are, are getting great results from them. And, and again, it's not because the, the planner is magical, right? <laughs> I'd like to think it's magical, but, but it's just because tracking works so well and it's, uh, it's just very efficient in helping you change your behaviors and your habits uh, when it comes to your finances. Uh, and speaking of that planner, we're going to play a quick commercial and then we're going to come back here with uh, some celebrations. Hey, if you love planners, this is for you. But do you know why planners frustrate me, though? Because they only get it half right. Now, sure, they're really fancy at helping you manage your time, which is really important, but where they get it wrong is money. Most planners don't include any financial planning. Things like keeping track of paydays, bills and due dates, spending, yearly expenses, budgets, cash flow planning, debt elimination plans, goal planning. And that's a real pain. Then you've got to go and create your own. And who's got time for all of that? So instead, what happens? Nothing. We ignore our finances even more and things only get worse. Well, that all ends right now today. I am so excited to announce the release of our brand new, totally awesome debt freedom planner. Now, before you say, Brad, I've already got a planner. 
Well, this is not your ordinary day planner. This debt freedom planner is a companion tool that works with your day planner to help you save more money, pay off more debt, and melt away financial stress. This is literally the tool that we've all been waiting for that works with your planner to help you take control of your money. So head on over to therealdebtfreedad.com. Click on the Debt Freedom Planner in the menu to get all the details to order your very own Debt Freedom Planner today. Hey, hey, what's this I see? I thought this was a party. All right, as you know, that sound means it's time for the celebrations of the show. And today we were kicking it off with Dottie Bailey. Dottie says, I got a refund check yesterday from my water company from when I moved back in March. Did I spend that $103 like I would before this program? She says, nope, it went to my smallest debt. Dottie, that is awesome. Good for you. Great win. Jen Raver paid off all but one credit card tracked expenses. There you go, Jen. What a win. All but one. One more to go, Jen. That's got to feel great. And she's tracking. That's awesome. Great job. Sandy Kurtz, Jarrett. I had a rough summer, but I am back to budgeting and tracking. There you go, Sandy. Yep. Not quitting. And uh, we all go through that. You guys all went through that too, right? You get some rough spots. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I don't know of anybody, not one single person, Sandy, that that hasn't had their moments, fallen off the wagon, drifted. Uh, it happens. But you're uh, back on and back at it. So that's good. Uh, Amanda Lee, last week we had our county fair and my family is heavily involved with 4-H. And then we had a wedding as well. I paid for everything in cash that I saved up from previous week's tips. Amanda, that is fantastic. Great, great win. Trisha Cruz Jordan, I canceled a monthly t-shirt subscription that will free up $22 a month towards debt. Baby steps. That is awesome. There you go, Trisha. Canceling those things you don't need. Love it. Uh, Bobby Johnston, I'm making my last payment today for my furniture I financed three years ago. 0% interest and $6,100 paid in full. Yeah, that is incredible, Bobby. Great job to you. I bet that feels amazing. And congratulations to all of you guys who are putting in that hard work to reach financial freedom. And remember, if you're just getting started with our podcast, or maybe you've been listening for some time, and you're interested in how you can get started on the road to financial freedom, visit our website at balancedsense.com and sign up for my free Alive Without Payments workshop where I'm going to walk you through the first steps that have helped tens of thousands of people just like you and I kick financial stress and worry for good. And thanks for hanging out with us here today. We love your feedback, and it also helps us grow our podcast. So please leave us an honest review. We read every single one of those. And as you guys know, the Debt-Free Dad podcast is here to help you live a happier and stress-free financial life. So if you know someone who could benefit from our show, please give us a share. We appreciate you. And uh, we will see you guys on an upcoming episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Debt-Free Dad podcast. For more free resources to kick debt and financial stress, head over to therealdebtfreedad.com.